This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, welcome to the post game podcast. Eddie Scazzeri joins me all this week. Hi there, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. So yesterday I went to the uh, dentist who happens to be my brother in law. Yes. And uh, they took x rays, which uh, you get the x rays, mm-hmm. I think, like once a year. Yes. Uh, now it's all digital, right? So it comes right up on the screen. Mm-hmm. So he comes in and he goes, uh, he's looking at it. And he goes, oh, uh, he goes, mm, it's looking like you're, uh, you don't have a cavity yet, but you, you'll, you'll be getting a cavity. He said, that's what the AI is telling me. Hmm. Artificial intelligence in the x-rays. Wow. Because what it sees, the AI can see where it's, what part of a tooth is starting to lose calcium or something. And that's the start, could be the start of a cavity. Interesting. Yeah. So now I know I have to pay extra special attention to this one tooth. Right. But it doesn't sound as if it's not a brushing or flossing issue. It's just a thing that's happening. Well, that, that's the thing. The The woman who cleaned my teeth, she goes, uh, oh, I think you need to floss a little better back there. I go, I floss every day. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big time. Well, I don't floss after every meal. I floss every day at night. Right. But... And then if I have a meal like with uh, like if you have chicken wings or an apple or something, yeah, you got to floss because corn. Yeah, if it gets annoying in your teeth. But a uh, man for years when I was a kid, I didn't floss nothing. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like I'm flossing. So to tell me, you got to be flossing your teeth more. But I also started to think like we've had these teeth in our bodies for how many years now? Since we were what five. Yeah, like is that whatever, when you five six or something like that? Yeah, is that when you lose all of your baby teeth? Yeah, and you get your adult teeth. Yeah, get your adult teeth, and those things are in your head. Think right. of all the terrible things you eat over the decades. Yes, that yeah. could just be rotting your teeth. Right, or or just breaking your teeth, chewing ice, chewing like yes, biting down on a, a nutshell or something. Yeah, yeah. I think all the time, like I used to eat 
a lot. Like as I was making my dinner, mm-hmm. I would eat raw carrots, the yes. baby carrots. I felt like I'm going to break my teeth on those things. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, not good. But it, the, it was a calcium thing, he said, or? Or lack of, like you're losing calcium on the tooth or yeah. something. That's what he said. Yeah. I was just so thrown off that the AI machines are now in dentistry. Using predictive technology. Predictive technology, yeah. But mm-hmm. I also enjoyed the heads up to know, like last night, after I came back from the dentist, did my stuff, and then at nighttime went to brush my teeth, I paid extra special attention to that To that area. area. Yeah. yeah. Bottom right. I flossed it twice instead of once. So I'm uh, I'm going to fight this thing. And is there, um, could you take calcium supplements? Or I don't no? know. I don't know. He didn't say that. Hmm. Then, you know how I obsess over ingredient things now? Really? Yeah, because that's that's what, what my latest obsession is. <laughs> so for whatever reason, the ingredients people that I follow on social media, mm-hmm. they're all against fluoride, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if you've heard it. Oh, that's been, but that's been decades. Of people arguing against fluoride? Yes, correct. So I started, I'm only three tubes in of, of toothpaste that does not contain fluoride. Mm-hmm. Dr. Bronner's is what I use. I started using it. And uh, so when I was uh, at the dentist, that and uh, the people say, oh, Listerine, no good. It's got ingredients that it's uh, destroying uh, the natural things in your mouth that you should be having in your mouth. There's some bacteria that you want or need. Yeah, and that the Listerine is actually too strong. It kills everything. It kills everything. So I was like, hmm, interesting. And I feel like I've always used Crest or Colgate. Mm Mm-hmm. American Dental Association approved. They have the stamp on it. Right. And Listerine my whole life. And I've been killing it with the, I don't have a lot of cavities. So, okay. Why I decided to change it up because of this, what I'm seeing on social media ingredients, I did. Um, so I showed him my Dr. Bronner's toothpaste yesterday. I go, hey, what do you think of this? He goes, there's no fluoride in it. I go, yeah, no fluoride. <laughs> he goes, well, you need fluoride. Because it helps them decay. I go, well, why are people against fluoride? He said, well, like in children, too much fluoride is not good. Could just mm-hmm. dis- discolor your teeth. And we get fluoride. Some people get fluoride in the water. I guess there's a thought that too much fluoride is not good. Is that like, what have you heard was the battle between fluoride and no fluoride? I never, I always chalked it up to like conspiracy theory, craziness. Yeah. And, you know, nut jobbery. So I never really delved into the why as as to why some people are against it. Yeah. But I, I do believe it's in the majority of people's water supply, unless you have like spring water or what have you. Yeah. But I do believe it's in public water systems that it's an additive. Yeah, because I, w- I was reading that like if children drink too much fl- or even an adult has too much fluoride, it could be toxic if it's too right. much but but, I, but I how much after, are you having you know, 100 years i think they, they have it down to <laughs> what's the safe uh amount yeah and i've never heard of anybody dying from fluoride poisoning right um and also there's a there's a certain amount of uh chlorine in your water supply also to kill the germs now obviously chlorine is a deadly deadly gas and uh, not a great, you know, if it's dissolved in water, but you can't have too much. You don't want to be drinking pool water. No, you don't. But every once, depending on the atmospheric conditions in your house, sometimes you can smell, or I can, I can smell the chlorine in tap water. Yes. <clears throat> I do occasionally as well. Yes. So it's there. 
and it's always the fluoride. Are you a tap water drinking guy? I have no problem drinking tap water. Now, we have our refrigerator dispenses water and it has, you know, one of those filters in it. So that's yeah. usually what I do, primarily because it's nice and cold. Yeah. And it does taste my, slightly better. Now, New, New Jersey tap water has come a long way. It used to not be as good as New York. Now it's, it's right there on par with it. But growing up in, in Staten Island, I had New York City tap water. I always thought that was a cut above, especially when I went, used to go out and visit the relatives in Salt Lake. It was a heavier water. Really? Like it was, um, and that's why you didn't get as good a lather. Like you used to have to use a ton of shampoo. You never got that big because it was hard water because it had more stuff in it. We had uh, water softener in our mm -hmm. house growing up. Yes. Where you pour those big giant things of Morton salt into it. Yeah, and it, it, that gets, um, that will make, it makes your soap lather better and, and everything else. I I've, always, I've always heard that about New York City drinking water as well. Oh, it's the best. Mm -hmm. But then it might be the best where it's coming from the water plant. But mm -hmm. we don't know what our pipes look like, our oh, individual for sure. pipes, right? But I'm right? just talking about the taste of the water out of the tap. Yeah. Obviously, if you have crappy, like, rusty pipes, it's not going to be good. But I'm just talking about the pure taste of the water out of the tap. I filter my water at home now, but at, at night when I go upstairs to brush my teeth and all, I drink the tap water. Of course. And the uh, But does your fridge dispense water? Uh, no. It does not. I have a like a, a really simple fridge, mm -hmm. no dispensing of tap water. Gotcha. No ice. And you know, it does have a setup for the ice, but you have to have a water line into it. You know. Yeah, have and that. I do. There is a water line back there, but I I just never plugged it in. I don't know. Oh. I don't know okay. why. Only because I feel like in the past, maybe when I was in Matawan in the apartment, and I would get the automatic ice, the ice always tasted weird. Mm. It tasted metallic y. Yes. Well, that could have been who knows what was going on with right. the system in your... Was Matawan, was that like a part of a... You were in an apartment almost? Or yeah, that was an apartment yeah, in yeah. Matawan. So you don't know what's going on there. Who knows what's going on there? And so what do you have, ice cube trays in your freezer? Yeah. Old school. Old school. I haven't had one of those. God knows. I can't oh, they're so remember. annoying. Yes. So annoying. I was thinking of buying a ice maker that sits on the countertop. Mm. You you could pour like even filtered yeah. water into it and then sure. it makes up all this ice. But I'm not really a big ice drinker. Yeah, I, I it depends. Certain like I never like the water from the fridge is very cold. Yeah. I don't need it. And if I'm drinking a Diet Coke or something, I'm taking it out of the fridge and usually in a can. I don't I'll just drink it out of the can. Because the can keeps it nice and cold. Yeah. But the only thing I'll, I'll like iced tea, we'll occasionally make an iced tea situation. Then I like to have the ice. Even though it is also coming out of the fridge. Somehow, I just in my head, I have to have iced tea with you ice. Need ice cubes. Yeah, Gina makes a lot of like um, ice lattes at home, so she's always making ice cubes. So when she came to stay with me when she was renting her house, she was like, "You don't." I didn't because back then I didn't even have ice. I had an ice cube tray. It was in the in the uh, cabinet because I was never using it. She's like, "Where are your ice cubes?" <laughs> I go, "I don't." Oh, iced coffee. I will make myself an iced coffee. Not a, not a cold brew like, you know, you get at the yeah. Dunkin' or Starbucks, but 
I'll just make a regular coffee in the Keurig, but I'll do it over ice. Right. And so which, I'll use it for that. Which is very nice. It is. It it's, uh, that tastes very nice. Do you remember the old school when we were growing up ice cube makers that were metal? Yes. And the, with the, had that lever on it? <laughs> yes. And because it's metal, you would take it out of your hand would stick to it. Ice cold, yeah. <laughs> yes. And you Yeah. <laughs> you can hurt your fingers a little yeah. bit. I mean, not seriously, but it was like a thing. Right. Because you were you were shifting every yeah. individual what seemed like metal blades Correct. in between the ice cubes, uh-huh. yeah, to to break it open. Well, yeah, and, we but got you rid had of to those. take you had to hold the metal tray yeah. to get it out too. Yes, yeah. When did those stop? I don't know, but I'm I'm glad we have that sort of common memory. I don't yeah. know if it was just we just had ancient ice cube. Makers. No, I had definitely had those, and now they have them. They're like silicone, mm-hmm. like very flexible. Right, because the plastic ones eventually, the one time you crack it, it the whole thing's going right. to break. Yeah. And it's no good. If you filled it up too much, it was hard to Correct. crack it. If you didn't fill it up enough, it was it was like a pain in the neck. Right, if you like, if you overflow the thing, uh, yeah. And then okay. the balancing act to get it from yes. yeah. into your freezer, uh-huh. forget it. My but, freezer always had like a puddle of, of uh, well, what is the puddle of water, but frozen, yes. frozen over right, ice. Right, it spills out spills out and especially if you're a kid trying to do that yes kids kids can't do that stuff perfectly right and it, like when i was a kid probably you had the same thing if if you were the last person to use the ice oh. you had to fill it up yes correct so i would That's go the if rule I, yeah if i would go and there was one ice cube left i'd be like guess i'm not having an ice because i am not filling this ice cube up right or if there's two ice cubes you're just, i just need one yeah <laughs> I just need the one. Yeah. Growing up, too, we had, uh, we used to drink a lot of soda in my house. Mm-hmm. And because we were a family of five and we, we drank a lot of soda, when soda would go on sale, my, my parents would stock it up in the garage. Yeah. Like, and then we had a, another refrigerator in the garage. So that had the cold soda bottles. And then the other soda bottles were in the garage stored. So the rule was if you finished the soda upstairs, you had to replace it with the soda from downstairs. Similar thing. It'd be like <laughs> like legitimately a tiny, like a shot glass full of Coke left because no one wanted to finish it to go down and get the like, right. As if it was like the biggest thing and in the course, world. It's a huge hardship. Like, oh, I'm always, go- I'm always going down for soda. And it was usually probably your mom who wound up doing yes, it. Yes, because that's what the moms do. That's what moms do. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. There's two uh, different philosophies here, Ed. I want to see you if you think they they seem to me to to be somewhat opposite, and yet I see this from this like you know like on uh, social media, the they'll people will post or that you'll see posts for about of like uh, life lesson type things mm-hmm. or ways uh, life philosophies or life hacks, life hacks, life philosophies, that sort of thing. And these these two seem to be opposite, yet the same people say both of these things mm-hmm. one is um that you should be comfortable now in your life to say no to things that you don't want to do 
which you, that's your own personal flaw. I don't know if yeah. you got that from one no. of these things, but you've been saying that for at least two years now. Yeah, and I do still say yes to things I don't want to do, even though I've gotten better at saying no to mm-hmm. things. Like we said, like no more softball. Right. We're not playing softball. But those same people will also say um, that you should do things you're not used to doing and put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Those seem to be two opposite things. Right. Yeah, they do seem to be two right? opposite. But I, I think you can, like if you say you get invited to a wedding and mm-hmm. it's out on Long Island, which happened. It, that did happen. You've been to Long Island. You've been to weddings. It's not a new environment. It's just something that's annoying you. You don't want to do. You've played softball on weeknights, on school nights, work nights for us. And it's just, you know what it is, and it's just annoying. You've experienced it. It's not for you. I think that other thing is different. There's a potentially new thing, something you haven't done before. You don't know if you're like, why not try it and experience it? It's not like you are committing to doing it all the time. Right. That makes sense. There are extremes like skydiving. Like, no effing way. I'm not doing that. You know, scuba dive, going down in a submarine, you know, a, a mile down. No, but thanks. that would make you uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. But, like, I think there are limits to it. But, like, if you want to just try, like, different things or, you know, going even as simple as going to a, 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 a restaurant that serves a different kind of food that you never had. Like before, Indian never. food I've never had. Right. Perfect example. Um, which actually that surprises me growing up in New Jersey with the large Indian population, especially yeah. in Edison. Yeah, I don't, I'd never. Yeah. My family, though, always went to like the, the my family was not a very adventurous food family. Mm-hmm. Like Bob's they big boy. Yeah, like they wouldn't <laughs> try. Like it was mostly the same things always on the menu right. if we went out. Yeah. So uh, and I did not try Indian food until I was in my mid 20s and I found out I liked it. Now, there are some things on the Indian food menu I'm out on, but there are many things, and also uh, halal food, like for Middle Eastern, Pakistani, that sort of thing, Yeah, that I have enjoyed a lot. Now, not all of it, and there's some things I'm out on, like anything, I'm not eating goat. Mm-hmm. Just, that's not happening. But they Lamb. all have like chicken dishes, right? Correct. Correct. Lamb you're not having? Uh, no. I'm out on lamb. I'm out on goat. I just, you know, I just, I mean, I know I don't like lamb. I've never had goat, but if I don't like lamb, I don't think I'm going to like goat. So, you know, you're not going to find beef on the Indian menu, but on the Pakistani halal food, you would do find beef, but the beef is sacred to India, so no beef on the menu. So if I go to an Indian restaurant, they'll be like, where? What? Where's there's my no, steak? There's no steaks here? What are we yeah. doing? So, and also when I go to Iceland, their main food is seafood and lamb. I'm screwed. I don't eat seafood. I don't eat lamb. Now, I told them that, but there's, you know, listen, I'm not going to Iceland for the food. I'm going to see Iceland and experience the whole nature thing and and that sort of thing. So I don't don't care about it. And let's be honest, I could lose, as you said, to lose a few pounds. I'm not going to be starving to death. You'll find um, something. Oh, yeah. And of nice course, there will always be some. There'll be yeah. a vegetable. There'll be some bread, whatever. You might be vegan when you get back. Uh, perhaps, yes. But, um, yeah, so it's uh, something like that to experience a different kind of food, 
or to experience a, I don't know, a, a, trying to think of another example of something that would challenge you. I even thought something that Aaron Rodgers brought up earlier this week mm-hmm. where he said or he told his teammates, when you have lunch today, sit at a table with people you've not had lunch with. Mm-hmm. Like even something like that, because that to me would be uncomfortable. Yes. But something you probably, like that's, I, I feel like something that would you would be uncomfortable with, that's probably a good thing to do. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, and I am not, I don't consider myself an extrovert, but I do not have a problem going to places where I don't know anybody. Like if we're invited to a wedding, but we really don't know anybody at this wedding except for the people that invited us, which is the mom of the the bride or whatever. You know, we barely even know the, the, the bride. We just know the mom or dad that invited us. But I have no problem going in, the, in those situations, even though, again, I'm not an extrovert, not a life-of-the-party kind of person, but I can talk to a lot of people and have no problem with that. But the getting back to the question... I think there's a difference. Like, you know you don't want to do this thing that you've done before. You just don't like it. I'm saying no to it. Rather than, and then the other side of it is to shut out any new experiences. I think they're two different things. That makes sense. So, I was not really seeing it that way, but that makes actually a lot more sense So, yeah, now. I don't think it's contradictory by those people. Right. Yeah, I was seeing it as contradictory, but that makes a lot more sense. If you know, you say no to things that you know you have tried and don't like. Right. But say yes to new experiences, give it a shot. Who knows, you might like it. Or if even if it is something that you do like, but the logistics of getting to a place are such that it's going to infuriate you and just make you miserable. And again, like, oh, I'd love to do this thing, but it's out in Montauk, Long Island. No, because you're going to be thinking about it and it's going to just drive you nuts, make you miserable. So that would be... A thing to say no to for that reason right or even if it's a new thing challenge yourself well i'll challenge myself if it's in bradley beach yes i'm not going to you know pennsylvania to do it right challenge yourself make yourself uncomfortable they always say that like you your only growth is when you're uncomfortable uh, and you can grow yeah i i don't i don't i don't believe that you don't subscribe to that no i and listen being uncomfortable and having you know negative experiences it does it is a learning experience for sure yeah i don't seek them out i don't think anybody does but uh i i think you can challenge and learn things like like you do all the time you'll research different topics so you're learning and growing and and, and sort of challenging preconceived notions that you have by researching both sides of a topic which you do all the time so I no I don't I don't agree with you have to be uncomfortable. And yeah. I I don't agree with that. Especially as you get older and have more experiences you yes, you know what you like to correct. do and what you don't right. like to do. Right. And as long as you're happy, who gives an f about what other people think about it? Yeah, how did you hear that who gives a f? <laughs> Bastards. Yeah. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up show. Yes. Now, I did that with CeeLo and there was again Combative. Combative. This time in the first segment of the warm-up. Right. Yes. And listen, early on, you'll hear CeeLo say how he's not going to get all excited. Right. It starts off very calm, and yep. it, it ramped up within, I would think, 90 seconds. Very quickly. Yeah. Got very aggressive. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yesterday was the second segment, first segment today. Yeah. Same topic. Oh, yeah. But not tomorrow, because tomorrow is a feel-good right. Friday. And, and Steve Cohen won't have spoken 
We hope Justin not. Verlander will not have been just traded, which was the impetus for the last two disagreements. That's true. Well, we'll see what happens. Steve Cohen may talk to somebody well, today. You don't know. And, you know me and we're we're going to have it. Zach Wilson's uh, one quarter of football All to right. talk about. Yes, we will have Zach Wilson's one quarter. He'll probably look terrific. Uh, I can't. I, I I was talking to Joe Benigno about this yesterday. Yeah. Off the air. I can't. If Rogers is going to help him. Yeah, I think I think so too. Zach Wilson. I mean, listen, he may not ever be a great quarterback or even a good quarterback, but having Rodgers around is going to get maximize whatever he is. Right. Right. You're giving him now the full chance to get get it figured out. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie. Uh, warm up now. We'll see you tomorrow at five a.m. on a feel good frozen.